episode of We Know How to Read. I'm Megan. And I'm Natalie. And today we are getting into the last four months. Woo! Our last top books of month. Of not top four books, books of the year. Yeah. 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 So if you are just now popping in, um, go back and watch the other two episodes mm-hmm. uh, for this month. We are going through each month of 2023 and saying our top read of that month minus rereads we are yes. not doing rereads no we didn't mention that in the last episode but that's true we are not doing rereads um and we are getting into some <laughs> interesting months now oh, uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so i already got into one of my interesting months in august in the Girl. last episode so now it's your turn um oh my God. although i'm not too far off with september is also going to be interesting but uh you know it's fine yeah I will it was it was it was hard to pick out my September read because (laughs) I really hit smuttober Mm -hmm. hard and none of it was I mean they're all fine they're all they were what they were you know it it is what it is it is what it is yeah they weren't groundbreaking literature right but it scratched an itch for an entire month (laughs) because i read 15 novels that month (laughs) oh lord okay yes well so same as we've done the last two episodes we'll give you the titled author goodreads rating our rating and general ideas and thoughts about it and what the book's about and whether you should read it or not um and then at the end of this episode, we are going to talk about our top three oh my for gosh. the year. We are not numbering them one, two, and three because you can't make me do it. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't feel comfortable doing that. No. But we will tell you our top three and you can probably guess, from guess there. what they are. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So I will start off September. <clears throat> yes, please do. I September. <laughs> So I read 15 books in September. Ooh. Yeah. And even, even crazier, I think only three of them were rereads. So I read oh, 12 damn. new novels that month alone. All right. All right. So out of the slim pickings <laughs> um, that were there that I wanted to openly talk about mm. forever and always on the internet um, <laughs> is Choosing Their Omega is the one that I picked. Megan, it was the best option. It was the best option. No, it's bad, but that's your best option. I know. <laughs> not saying anything about the book. I have not read the book, but well, the title. Just the title. I mean, let alone, I couldn't remember the other ones. That's fair. Like, they were just, it, was, it was no thoughts, just vibes, all fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. literally was, was not thinking that month. So, Choosing Their Omega by Sadie Moss. Her cover literally looks like Lindsay Lohan from Mean Girls. Which is interesting. Okay. It has a 3.85. Um, oh, review. okay. Yeah. It only has 125 <laughs> reviews, though. I haven't even reviewed it. I'm, like, trying to remember what this is even about. And this is the thing. This is where my two worlds have collided <laughs> in a weird way. Oh, my God. Okay. So I'm going to give you the tags first. Omegaverse. Mm-hmm. Reverse harem. Okay. Sports. I'm gonna give it a three. I give everything like this because I can't, in good consciousness, like rate it the same way I would read some of my other like fantasy, yeah, um, like novel, even like the other novels. Like I read sometimes Mm. more like classic literature. Like I can't rank it the same way at all. So it's just like everything is a three. It's just a three. Okay. Okay. I enjoyed it. See, this is where we differ because I go vibes only when I review. So, like, if I had a good time, that's how I rate it. (laughs) No. But I feel that. I I feel that. Yeah. It's just all three. All these are three. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Um, So, here's the summary. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, I'm going to give you the the tagline first, and then I'll read the summary. Please, please. Working as a live-in nanny for four hot hockey star alphas. (laughs) That's got to be every beta's dream, except it's not that quite simple. (laughs) After losing my job in my apartment in the same day, I feel like I've hit rock bottom. But when Cruz Ashford, captain of the Titans NHL, 
team finds out I have nowhere to live, he makes me an offer that could help us in that could help us in with what? Okay. <laughs> makes me an offer that could help us in with him and his three pack mates and work as a nanny for their adorable little boy they've adopted. No. It's like his uh sister's kid. Okay. Um, as crazy as it sounds, I said yes. It's a chance to turn my life around after the loss of my grandmother left me buried in a mountain of medical debt, so there's no way I could turn him down. <clears throat> the only problem is living with four gorgeous alphas is harder than I thought it would be. Almost from the first moment I arrive at their house, the tension between us is off the charts. I don't know why I'm so drawn to Cruz, Knox, Lawson, and Miles. <laughs> Why I can barely control my body around them, why their delicious scents affect me so, or why I seem to affect them too, until the day I start perfuming. Oh my god. <laughs> and I finally realized the truth that's been staring me in the face. I've been wrong my whole life. I'm not a beta. I'm an omega. <laughs> oh my god. So what y'all can't see as you were listening to this audio um, is me having a silent freak out I on the screen. Literally couldn't make fun of it. I, love- I was laughing because mm. I knew the audacity that was coming from this month. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Uh cool, um, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> um everything is about to change. What will uh what you'll find between these sweet omega versus curvy heroine, hockey romance, growly protective men, group scenes, praise, dirty talk, nodding, nesting peeps. And bonding toucher and die alphas who love to pamper at the Omega. Choosing their Omega is a standalone reverse harem hockey Omega verse romance. <laughs> Holy shit. There's so much to unpack. To unpack. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm not gonna say any more about this. That's fair. I don't want uh, to. Well, I yeah you know Go that's, ahead, that's, Megan. that's fair okay so my september i read seven books um again i'm pretty sure all of them are the same author and it's it's the exact same thing as august same author stephanie holmes different okay. series because you know my hmm. ghostly reverse harem was uh only uh-huh. two books at the time so i had to move on to um a new series which (laughs) was also not finished but did have more (laughs) books than the other one uh this is so the one i chose uh for september out of the seven is um pride and premeditation um which is book three of the nevermore bookshop mysteries by stephanie Mm -hmm. holmes so it's really interesting because i started reading the Grimdale Graveyard Mysteries um, with the ghost. And then in the second one, she meets a character who works at a bookstore and has, you know, these boyfriends. And I was like, this sounds like this is another series. Because you know how when you read a book and characters are introduced and you're just like, this feels like it's a crossover. Like it just, it feels like it. That's how I felt with- Right. And then I also felt that way with like um when we read when I read Savage Lands at the very end when oh, that group of yeah, people yeah. came and I was like, I feel like, I feel like this she is. has another series about these people. Yeah. You just know. It was like that. So I looked into it and I went, Oh, I've saved this TikTok before. Oh. Like I've 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 put this t- this series on my TBR before. So I was like, I'll go ahead and read it. It's clearly I like her stuff. <laughs> So Pride and Premeditation is the third book. And um, the first book is called A Dead and Stormy Night because all of the titles of this Nevermore um, bookshop mystery series are some sort of pun with classic titles, which I appreciate. It was Um, was cute. It was very cute. I really like this one. So... I'm going to read you the synopsis, of course, for the first book, not for the third book, because that would be spoiling things. <laughs> um, So, book boyfriends may do it better, but they're more trouble than they're worth. That's a great tagline. I do it appreciate is. that. That is. After being fired from my dream fashion job, I return home to my village under a cloud of failure and take a job at the quaint Nevermore bookshop. I'm hoping for an easy few months while I get my life together. But this is no ordinary bookshop. 
A mysterious curse on Nevermore brings infamous fictional villains from classic literature to life in the real world. My easy job involves rescuing customers from a six foot four, grumpy, tattooed Heathcliff, <laughs> drinking tea and evading the authorities with suave villain Moriarty, and making art with Edgar Allan Poe's shy, cheeky raven shifter, quote. As if that isn't crazy enough, my ex-best friend shows up dead with a knife in her back, and I'm the chief suspect. I'm going to have to Agatha Christie this shiz if I want to clear my name. Oh, and those three fictional villains, they like to share. The Nevermore Bookshop Mysteries are what you get when you when all your book boyfriends come to life. Join a brooding anti-hero, a master criminal, a cheeky raven, and a heroine with a big heart and an even bigger book collection in this spicy, cozy fantasy series by USA Today bestselling author Stephanie Holmes. Love interests are famous villains from classical literature, uh, <laughs> magical bookshop disabled rep from a blind author, grumpy sunshine, they fall first, Raven Shifter, Mysteries to Solve, Morally Gray, Book Boyfriends, Cookie Spooky Humor. Yeah, so uh, the top three tags, of course, are fantasy, reverse harem, romance. It is a paranormal romance. Not really fantasy. I mean, ish because of like ish, magic, yeah. but it's more like urban fantasy because it is modern times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really great because then you hear Heathcliff grumble about Kindles and it's hilarious. <laughs> He's like, meh, 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 Kindles as I'm actively reading it on uh, my Kindle. Which is it's so, great. Yeah. It's so meta. Yeah. Uh, so it's, listen, this series, <laughs> so good. There are 10 of them. 10 of them. Nine are out. The last one comes out in March, I want to say. Oh, wow. I'm very excited because... I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, but yeah, reverse harem. You got Heathcliff. Mm -hmm. Um, and I read Wuthering Heights like twice. So like I loved Wuthering Heights. <laughs> so you got Heathcliff, which I mean, great. Yeah. You got Moriarty, which Hello. fantastic. Um, and then Quoth is adorable and he has a little raven shifter, which I think is just so cute. Uh, and something that's interesting, because I didn't mention this in the last episode, um, because I wanted to wait until we get, we got to this one. Yeah. Because it's more prominent here. So yeah, in the Grimdale Graveyard Mysteries, which I talked about in the last episode, there is, one of the ghosts is blind. He is completely blind. Um, in this series, the main character is going blind. She is actively, as you go through the series, she gets progressively worse and worse, um in terms of her eyesight it starts to like deteriorate and you find out why later um and I would like to pat myself on the head uh for figuring out the big plot twist mm -hmm. I kept screaming I remember like snapchatting you I kept yes. screaming at the book like it's this you were like it's, it's this so guy or obvious this, guy. this and then after a few more clues you're like it's him it's I him. figured it's, it out it's 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 him. it's him but it's really good um she is yeah, so she's dealing with having, going through the stages of losing her eyesight, especially since she was a fashion designer before, yeah. um, or she worked for a fashion designer, um, and that was her dream job, and then her eyesight started going down, and so she's having to deal with that, and then, of course, people start getting murdered, and it's real cute. <sighs> Not the murder, but, you know, the other stuff <laughs> is real cute. <laughs> I realized um, as I was saying yeah. that, I was like, oh, wait, those don't go together. I mean, it's every time uh, I'm like, ooh, yay, murder. And I'm like, well, not yay. like that, but like, yay. <laughs> but yay. Uh, the mysteries are really, really good. Um, the way that the series progresses is they have their individual murders, and then there is an overarching plot. So yeah. there are individual plots, and then there is an overarching plot that you get into, um, especially in the next one. In the second one. So the third one, um, I would have put the first one, but I read that one in August. So the third one, Pride and Premeditation, is rated at 4.05 on Goodreads. And I would also give it that probably um, like a 3.8 to a 4. Um, I did really enjoy it. Um, it is cool because all of the, um, like I said, all of the uh, titles have to do with some type of classic book. And they obviously have to do with the book itself, but yeah. like 
in this one, there's a Jane Austen experience happening at this manor. So they go for the weekend. Um, and of course, one of the characters from Jane Austen is going to come to life and they're having to deal with that. It's Lydia. Lydia comes to life and they're having to deal with Lydia. And I'm like, I love this. Um, it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. Lydia um, would come back to life. She would, right? <laughs> <laughs> like out of all of them? Right. Out of all of Lydia. them, it would be Lydia. Um, and it's just real good. And um, yeah, I like the way that, you know, the romances unfold because it is very, it's not slow burn, but it is because they don't all get together in the first books. Like it's mm. a progression of their relationship over time especially with grumpy Heathcliff because he's so grumpy um especially later later on with someone (laughs) uh but yes I if you are into into reverse harems murder (laughs) mysteries spicy book boyfriends um I highly recommend it but if you are not then don't read it because it is very spicy yes Uh, that seems to be the theme this right now you know august and september again it was just the last week of august first week of september and then i didn't read anything else for the rest of the months well i mean i'm gonna continue this reverse into october into october excellent excellent please moving on to october uh my october looks very different from your october i read 12 books in october (laughs) no a little less than september but Uh i read read 12 Mm -hmm. in october keeping on that train <laughs> of reverse harrows <laughs> my number one read and again guys there was slim pickings for me i don't know what where i was what was happening i i was in a mood so my number one book for october was omega fallen <laughs> i need to get out of this not i'm surprised because i looked at your october list and there was one on there that i thought you would have no. Did no. you not read a Nissa Catherine book? Did I? It's front and center on your October. Is it? Pretty Hold sure. Hold up. It wasn't a reread? No, because it was the new one. Hang on. Oh shit, Liam. Yeah, Liam. I didn't even see Liam. <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing some <laughs> reworking? Um I need to remember Liam. <laughs> That's fair. I haven't read Liam yet. Uh, it's been it's been a minute. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nissa. I do love you. I literally read your Christmas holiday <sighs> romance this December. So, oh my gosh. Uh, hey, book one. Oh, book eight. Right. I remember the beginning of the book. I don't remember the end of the book. Uh, I like. Hmm. I'm going to talk about this one, but I will. I will give Omega Fallen its please, justice. please. So Liam is the ace <laughs> in the series of Blue Halo. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the end of it. I, I, wow. No, literally, I remember the beginning of the book. Mm-hmm. Don't remember anything else. Okay. okay. I swear I finished it and I really liked it. Remember when you were talking about how it feels like she's setting up a story within a story? Mm-hmm. So the main character, Nyla, um, comes from a family of like five with four older brothers that are all in various like, uh, uh, a ranger, like you know. Oh yeah, she setting something up. Oh, oh, new series. That's up. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's new series with her, like this character's four brothers, and they all live in the same town. And one is like a paratrooper. One's like former military, and he. Oh, it's gonna happen. He comes home to take take over the bar that their dad ran, and she ran it. Oh yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah, new series, Nissa. It was super cute. It was fun. I really hate that I can't remember more of it. And this says 
has a because like I literally just read her most recent one mm-hmm. that came out and I was I loved it. Um, oh my gosh, what I don't remember what happened. <laughs> You'll remember later. It's okay. But I remember it was like really like holy shit. Like the intro was yeah. insane. I remember yeah. you you were you were telling me it was like no stops. There is just yeah, go, like go, literally. Go, go. I'm yeah, exactly. But I don't remember it now. Uh, I will say Nyla Walker knows what it's like to be protected. This is what I'm telling you about. There has to be a spinoff. You don't grow up with five brothers without having someone close by watching your back at all times. Yep. Yep. Um, Spin off. Don't remember that. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I would give it at least a four. Excellent. (laughs) All right. Now I want to hear about this Omega Fallen. (laughs) Uh, I'm calling myself out. All right, Evelyn Flood is the author. This is book three in a series of standalones all in its own world. It has a 4.1 on Goodreads. Again, I'd give it a three. I have read it twice because it was really intriguing. So like the concept, like she does it. Uh, I like, I've read her other books since then too. Because mm-hmm. it, it's all, it's a, it's a trilogy, quadrilogy. Okay. All interconnected, but not. Like not, we don't have to read one oh, or yeah, the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's really interesting. Uh, the Omega Creed has fallen and there is one more story to be told. So like the, I naturally read the last book in the trilogy. <laughs> As you do. So they're not interconnected, but there are events in the world that happen <laughs> that lead up to other events that are happening. Like the timeline is out of order. Me. So, you know, I read it out of order. Uh, but I don't think I did read it out of order because I read the other one. I mean, it was horrific. There's trigger warnings up the. Okay. Up there. Um, so five years after the collapse of the Omega Creed, Gabrielle is fighting to survive in a world that still doesn't trust Omegas, no matter what the law says. So to give some context here, um, because I've read the other ones now, <laughs> they it's in a world where the uh, the in politics they believe that alphas not alphas omegas are a threat to society okay. and literally we're like let's round them all up and keep them locked up and only mm. give them to alphas if they need them and Lovely. like they basically were in jail for like okay. years because they thought they would like corrupt society and like destroy the economy and like everything and like they were treated horribly okay put on. like cool cool, cool and cool. they were like ba- essentially like just shy of being lobotomized essentially Mm. um we find out that um that gabrielle was actually when they raided the facility to break up the um omega creed one of the forms of punishment was to put them in a pit for days at times she was in a pit um i'm telling this is it's like it's hella dark Yeah, yeah yeah it's real dark um and so she's escaped doesn't trust anybody uh she has an apartment Mm -hmm. she works like three jobs um gets fired from one of them or she gets kicked out of her apartment because the guy's like i don't trust you you're an omega so she's Mm -hmm. homeless she's living in a homeless compound she's looking for a job she works nights which is illegal so it's she's not allowed to have a job Mm -hmm. she's not allowed to own property she's not allowed to like like omegas have almost no rights okay um so it's very it's very uh warm and fuzzy because she's looking for a job and she ends up meeting Cade, axel hudson and nate have everything they need success money power and even fame but when they come across a desperate gabrielle in need of their help the alpha pack starts to realize what they're missing gabrielle doesn't trust alphas but this pack isn't giving up so essentially what has happened is um she like gets a job working hudson runs a restaurant he's a chef and they all live upstairs above the restaurant axel runs a gym and he does like he does a martial arts classes for you know kids Mm -hmm. nate is a model he's a male model and Cade does business in like and like hudson it's very cute it is very cute and very heartwarming, very dark. The whole series is very, very dark. And the treatment, it is, it's lots of trigger warnings. Like, mental health is one of the genres mm-hmm. that, like, that is mentioned in this. And uh, it is not for the faint of heart. Okay. All. 
because they talk about abuse and mm-hmm. and trigger uh, oh my gosh yes just like, oh, wow. uh, being like there's um very slavery-esque like mm-hmm. like being sold and stuff like that but i very much enjoyed it <laughs> i like actually really liked it i thought it was very good i thought it was a nice twist because like the society had like more stuff going on it wasn't mm-hmm. just like here are these men and here's this woman it actually like had stuff going on plot it had plot <laughs> <laughs> like there was like there was like a because like there's this whole thing that um the their entire like society like birth rates were super low because mm-hmm. of the omega creed and omegas became the only ones that were could have children but at one point betas could have children and the very end of the book not a spoiler spoiler <laughs> a big announcement comes out that a beta gets pregnant and it's like mm-hmm. worldwide news and so we're i'm kind of wondering if she's gonna write another one a spinoff mm-hmm. about a, the first beta being pregnant in mm-hmm. like 100 years so like i don't know it's there's there's definitely like at least thought behind it yeah yeah, yeah. like it's not just here's this mm-hmm. cute little romance here's some actual right. like dark plot but go read liam by nissa catherine <laughs> <laughs> Go, go do it. Do it. Go read, do it. Go read, well, read the first. Read it in order. Don't do what I do. Yeah. Well, don't read. Read it, it in order. Read it in order. Not, not like me. I never read her books in order. So, go read. Go read Liam by Nissa. <laughs> I highly recommend it. It is no stops. All go. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Moving on to November, Megan. I am dying to figure. No, out we're in. Oh shit! You're Topher. October. I you wanted gotta, to know you're in November. So I gotta bad. do October. No, no, no. Okay, so my October. Um, I read two books in October. Uh, they okay. were by the same author. As September? No. Okay. No, the, the two, no, 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 no. No, I finished all I could read. I mean, she has so many other series, but by that point I had read. You read quite a bit. So many. I mean, what, four and seven? What is that math? 11. 11? I had read 11 of the exact same type of murder mystery i know she's been having a fit um so i needed a break uh but yes october i read two um by the same author and it was actually the second and third of a series i read the first one uh, last year okay in 2022 um so my uh number one for october was dreadful company by Uh, vivian shaw and um, it is the second book of the Dr. Greta Helsing series. There, are, It's a trilogy. There are three of them. The first book of the trilogy is um, Strange Practice, which a friend of mine had suggested to me in summer of 2022. Um, I'm looking at the cover. Yes, it's very, I oh, love the covers. They're, yes, they're very pretty. So a synopsis for Strange Practice, they each follow their own plot, but you do need to read them in order because Mm. things happen that are important for the next one, but they are their own mysteries going on. Uh, So for Strange Practice, um, the synopsis is Greta Helsing inherited the family's highly specialized and highly peculiar medical practice. In her consulting rooms, Dr. Helsing treats the undead for a host of ills, vocal strain in banshees, arthritis in barrowites, and entropy in mummies. Although barely making ends meet, this is just the quiet supernatural adjacent life Greta's been groomed for since childhood. Until a sect of murderous monks emerges killing humans and undead Londoners alike. As terror takes hold of the city, Greta must use her unusual skills to stop the cult if she hopes to save her practice and her life. Uh, It's really, really good. It's her. So she is completely human. She um, just has this practice where she, you know, takes care of the supernatural. Um, it is modern day London. So um, she's in her, I think, 30s, which was That's very cool. refreshing. Uh, it's very high stakes, low. What, what am I trying to think? Like 
it's high stakes because like it's there are life and death situations that happen in these books where it's like is she gonna are they gonna die are they gonna die are they gonna save the world what's gonna happen but then it's also very like chill as you're reading it (laughs) yeah yeah it's not very like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh it's I know uh how else to describe that um but yes it is Greta Helsing of yes the Helsing so it's supposed to be you know she is descended from like Helsing I'm over here like I'm sorry yes yeah it's it's supposed to be like she is um the descendant of the descendant of a Helsing yeah yeah essentially so um but she is human um but like all of her friends and stuff um are not human the ones who like work with her there's a witch that works with her at the clinic um she's best friends with a vampire um another vampire pops up there's like an ex-demon who has there's a demon who has been like um exiled to earth who is family friends you know all this stuff so it's really really good in uh, another vampire pops up um whom I absolutely adore I adore all of them they're great uh the second one is really good it's set so the first one's set in London the second one is set in Paris because she's away for a trip yeah um and then something happens with the local vampires where she gets yeah it's they have to stop some uh this local vampire group that is being a little too uh buffy twilight versions okay. like okay. it's a little too they're they're trying too hard there's body glitter involved you know oh no it's hilarious but yes um but it's really good i really like them um the third one is called um my goodness i don't know if you heard my cat i did i did having a panic attack <laughs> um what is the third one called it's called grave importance and the third one has to do with mummies <laughs> So the first one is murderous monks. The second one is vampires. And the third one is mummies. Um, and kind of rounds out all of the other stuff together nicely. But yeah, it's really, really good. I highly recommend the series if you like something silly. Uh, there is a bit of a romance like subplot between her and one of the um guys. It's Ooh. not forefront like at all. Like it's it's interesting because yeah see it's really you see it a lot more in the second one and even then not that much and then in the third one you're like oh they're in love (laughs) okay because she's very plot forward with this and less like that happens on the side um which is kind of cool it's cute it's cute i i enjoy them you sent me down a rabbit hole of helsing because i was just like (laughs) what because that's Helsing is one of my favorite animes of all time. Mm, and yeah. I was just like, yeah. wait a second, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be like every time someone like she's introduced to a new um like supernatural thing, it's like Helsing. And it's like, yes, that Helsing, you know. Helsing. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. Which is so interesting because cool. like I, you know, I'm not gonna get into that because I could I could talk about Helsing. I know. That's like one of my favorite <laughs> Um that sounds I've like always been gravitated towards them but I've never picked them up maybe that'll be for my they're really good they're they're very chill um like I said it's a lot but it's not yeah you know I didn't feel like I was going to I didn't have to pace as much with some (laughs) other books that you know I've read you didn't uh real quick yes yes oh yeah yeah no go ahead I was gonna say you didn't feel like you were gonna die at the end, like right, exactly, anxious and right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sweating and pacing. like you know it's gonna be okay at the end, but it it might be a little stressful getting there, but you're kind of like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the dreadful company. Hi, sweetie. I know she's having a full fit. She's about to try something. There we go. This oh. is gonna go well. Pet warning. So for those of you who aren't watching this, um, and you're just listening, I put up two new tall bookshelves. And she's realizing she can't get to the door now. And so she's not sure what to do about it. So this <laughs> is going to go interesting. Um, So it has a 4.15 um, on Goodreads. The second one does. Uh, which, yeah, I'd give it a four, four and a half. Oh, she made it all the way to the top. I watched that. Oh, my God. You have a gargoyle. 
this is so stressful. <laughs> We're gonna ignore it and see if <laughs> let's just leave to... the LED lights alone, please. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Um. So yeah, I highly recommend the series if you are into some supernatural things with a twist. Yes. Yes. Which I need to add that to my TBR because that sounds real good. Yes. Yes. I remember now that you like at first when you're like I read three books in October and I was like, what did she read? Because like I, I know you're reading what you read for <laughs> most of the time. Like I think I know your read your TBR yeah. almost mm-hmm. as well as I know my own TBR. I think so. Yeah. 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 yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Like I was like, what did she yeah. read in October? Uh, but now that you mentioned it, I was like, ah, this I makes sense. Do like a three, two, one for November and see if we say the same thing. Okay, hold on. I'm going to send you real quick. <laughs> I just snap. a snippy snap. Or... Okay. Oh yes. So, well, I'm first gonna... off, how many did you read in November? Oh, I read six. How many did okay, you read? I read two. Oh, I, <laughs> I know okay. they are. <laughs> hey. Okay. All right, ready? Um, on after three. So I'm going to go three, okay. two, one, and then we say it at the same time. Okay, okay. 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 Three, two, one. Iron Fourth Man. wing. Oh! <laughs> I mean, that makes sense because you read Fourth Wing in a different month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read them in the same month. Which, honestly, that must have been so nice to like... It was very nice. I read it on Friday. It came out on Tuesday. Yeah. It was very nice. I you will really say I was very like... blessed. <laughs> I was very blessed. You were so last minute. <laughs> and you I was... It's fine. I was literally screaming across yeah. state lines to be like, Megan, yeah. read faster. Well, what, I picked it up after you read it the first time and I did mm-hmm. read, a, you know, the first hundred pages and I was super into it, but yeah. then I put it down to deal with something else and then life got crazy and it was like, it just did yeah. not get picked back up because I knew it would be all consuming. And, and I did like, not need it to be all consuming. It was all consuming for me. I read yes. it in uh, 48 hours. Mm-hmm. I, yep, read it in 48 hours. Yep. I yep. cried two or two times. I cried. Oh, food. I just remember in fourth wing sitting on my little beanbag <laughs> chair in the living room, sobbing, because I listened to it as well. So I'm listening to it, sobbing. Andrew comes out, looks at me, goes, are you Okay. And I'm like, oh, no. And he's like, is it your book? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, do you need a hug? I'm like, no, leave me alone. He's, it's happening. It's happening right now. Like, get away from me. I, I was alone most of the time yeah. reading Iron Flame, mm. which is the second book to Fourth Wing. If you guys could yeah. pick that up, um, yeah. by Rebecca, Rebecca Yaros. So we're I not going to go back into it because we already no. did the whole spiels for it. So but you I know. will quote uh, Zayden. The first year is when some of us lose our lives. Second year is when the rest of us lose our humanity, which is, is if you know, you know. If you know, you know. It's so true. Fuck. You thought year one was bad. Holy no, fuck. No, but like think about it in relation to him. Oh yeah, that too. When you, I, I, I just. You're going to give too much away. I'm not going to give too much away. Okay. But I, I, I think I cried twice. Cried again, loose term. Yeah. I think I should four tears in total oh no i sob i straight up sob but this does pick up mm-hmm. after the first book it is the second year at the mm-hmm. war college fantasy romance dragons you gotta read the first one before you can read the second you one. gotta uh the Obviously. third one is in the works she started it back mm-hmm. in december so she's probably at this point had about a month of writing mm-hmm. under her belt i think about a month wow so, we'll see there are supposed to be five five yeah five so we, we got three more to go at I'm not well. I think some, there's a rumor that it's going to come out in December. Mm, okay. So I think she's going to uh, plot for the month, write for like three, mm-hmm. edit, review. It, when you have that stuff like right there, yeah, it, it goes so much quicker. And honestly, with this being her like 12th novel she's written. I know, right? You know, you kind of get like a pattern into mm-hmm. it. And so I, I don't doubt her ability to write, edit, and publish a novel in mm-hmm. a year when you have the accessibility that she does and the just general experience. Right. So we'll, we will see what happens. It has a 4.4. I will give it a 4.4 as well. I think that's- honestly- Yeah. Fourth Wing is a 4.62. 
Yeah. I think give it a 4.5. Yeah, I think it's a 4.4. I think that's pretty accurate. Um, Some people have a lot of opinions about Iron Flame. Yeah. I liked it a lot. So, like, I I liked it. I don't really have it. But I also. We have just agreed that we are the trash man. We will read. Yes. Obviously. I mean, obviously. Have you seen the other (laughs) the episode? This episode alone. Um, I don't know. Again, I if I am having a good time and I am that sucked into a book where like I literally could not think about anything else except for those books until I finished them. And then so much afterwards. Sorry, I wasn't sure what was happening up there. She's just like flopped down on her. She's just laying down, chilling now. She's you have a gargoyle. I'm, I'm a little scared of the gargoyle, but yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh then I'm going to say that it's a good book because like obviously yeah. if it can keep me that heavily entranced. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, obviously it's a good book. And you know, there is definitely something to say about the enjoyment of reading. Yes. Yes. Reading is a hobby. Hobbies mm-hmm. are for fun. You do not have to read if you don't want to read. Exactly. And if I'm not having fun while reading, why am I I'm reading? not going to read. Right. Exactly. DNF that shit. I don't exactly. Really I've gotten to a certain point, honestly, since 2021, I think I've stopped. I mean, I've definitely DNF some things, mm-hmm. but I don't really DNF the same way anymore. I will yeah. do this most unhinged, unhinged thing ever. I'll find a TikTok. It'll like give me this cute scene. I don't know if cute's the right word. But give me a scene. Yeah, we're all guilty of that. And then I'll go over, download it, read just the scene, and then I'll return it to Kendall. (laughs) I've done that before. Hey. (laughs) I did that before. There's that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you said fourth wing was yours. Mine was Iron Flame. Mm -hmm. Go read it, guys. Yeah. Seriously. If you if you like. Yeah, just go read it. Yeah. <laughs> like at this point, I don't know what to tell you guys. No, no, neither. All right, you do, All right. you start off December. December. Oh, okay. So my December, I read three. I had a reread because I reread the first Percy Jackson book because oh, the yes, series yes. came out. Um, by the way, if you haven't watched the series yet, highly recommend if you are a Percy Jackson fan. I know you haven't read them, so you can't. No, I don't. You know, I don't, yeah. And I, that is. I have no commentary because I have no room to comment. Exactly. So oh. I, as someone who has read the books and then I reread them, <laughs> go watch it. Um, If you are a fan of the books. Um, and then I read Ghoul as a Cucumber, which Sorry. is book three of the Grimdale Graveyard Mysteries, which <laughs> they make a, it came uh, out. a cucumber salad. No, there's a like, that wasn't a, euphemism. there's like a vegetable festival and her father okay. is like, um, growing a cucumber to you know for was, this festival so that comes into play trying to say it as like a metaphor for their cucumbers <laughs> i mean yes and no i think it's both honestly knowing Probably. stephanie holmes it's both it's both. uh it's both and then i also read the fellowship of the ring for Woo! the first time ever so my top december pick is the best is one the fellowship of the ring uh Lord of the Rings if you don't already know by J.R.R. Tolkien um I don't I mean I'm so happy that you finally read it like do I have to like go into it do people no. not know what if you Fellowship don't of the ring is dishonor shame I mean I'll read the synopsis because I it's fun it's very different well. from the, I mean it's it's not it's, no it's say, different I mean no no what I was gonna say is it's the same level of difference that Howl's Moving Castle is like it's yeah i will say and i will die on this hill that lord of the rings by james uh, nope by what's his name the director oh yeah yeah um oh my god whatever the director's name is i cannot remember yes um is the best book adaptation to movie ever no i agree so like yeah. if that like as somebody who is obsessed with Lord of the Rings, mm. literally my first tattoo ever to be on my body was Lord of the Rings tattoo. Mm-hmm. It is the best. Not The Hobbit. We're not gonna talk about that. Lord of the Rings is the best movie to mm-hmm. book. I mean book to movie adaptation. Yes. Anyway, this was this was not my first Tolkien 
novel to read. I did read The Hobbit years ago. Yes, which so is I a have very read. good book. It is a very good book. It is for children, so it's an easy one to get into if you're scared of like high fantasy. Yeah. Because it was written for children. I read it in middle school. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people did. I think I read it right after college. My dad was read it and like yeah. had the original. And yeah. so he was like, this will be perfect for you. Let's read this. There you go. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so if for some reason you are not familiar with Fellowship of the Ring, uh, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, I don't know where you've been. Uh, right. But one ring to rule them all, one ring to find them, one ring to bring them all, and in the darkness bind them. Find them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I love it. In ancient times, the rings of power were crafted by the elven smiths, and Sauron, the Dark Lord, forged the one ring filling it with his own power so that he could rule all others. But the one ring was taken from him, and though he sought it throughout Middle-earth, it remained lost to him. After many ages, it fell into the hands of Bilbo Baggins, as told in The Hobbit. In a sleepy village in the Shire, young Frodo Baggins finds himself faced with an immense task, as his elderly cousin Bilbo entrusts the ring to his care. Frodo must leave his home and make a perilous journey across Middle-earth to the cracks of doom, there to destroy the ring and foil the Dark Lord and his evil purpose. I'm sorry, cracks of doom? Doom? Yeah. Yeah, to the cracks of doom, that's what it says. So I, obviously, Let don't me see read. what the back of the actual book No, no. I'm curious. Wait, I have it here hmm. too. Yeah, it's the same. Cracks of doom. I mean, that makes sense. He's got to go into the mountain. Do you know what I used to call it? What? Crago Doom. I love that so much. Like a crag instead of a crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's an O, like O apostrophe. Crago Doom. I love that. That's great. <laughs> that is Irish or like Scottish. Or it something. is very Irish and Scottish. Yeah, it is. Crago I like it. <laughs> um, but yes. So the top three tags on goodreads is fantasy classics fiction this is of course the high fantasy i like to call it high uh, fantasy, low stakes but i mean you know i mean the world is going to end you know in but it never fire. feels like dread it's true it doesn't um i I'm never like I'm as someone who wa- has watched the movies many 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 times um reading it was very interesting because you still get a lot of like you were saying it's a great adaptation mm-hmm. um i do i was i i i loved loved tom bombadil like the whole scene oh, with tom bombadil self-insert that was yeah oh yeah 100 percent self-insert that that's uh tolkien's self-insert and the reason why i'm gonna nerd out here real quick tom please bombadil do is not in the main movies actually a lot of treebeard's lines that you get in are also cut Yes, are also yeah, dead, but the ones that are in the movie mm-hmm. are Tom Bombadil's lines. Oh yes, I noticed that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They give them to Treebeard in the movie, mm-hmm. but you don't meet Treebeard until Twin Towers. Mm-hmm. Nope, two towers. <laughs> two towers. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Down. <laughs> oh. All right, moving on. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, but Tom Bombadil in the first book is like the most like he's like a brony yeah i know he's like a magical brony who lives in the forest and has married like essentially a nymph of the water and they're beautiful and they just sing to each other Mm -hmm. and they're all powerful and Mm -hmm. so um if you don't know a lot about tolkien he was super religious and like him and c.s lewis were friends and they would talk about theology Mm -hmm. and religion and everything and so um he created obviously this multi amazing world of based off of he created mm-hmm. a religion and then built out a world from that religion mm-hmm. that is what uh, how all of this came to be well a lot of people say it's a self-insert because he is god and bombadil is stronger than any other character and older and older yeah than every, so he literally he was like i studied religion i created mm-hmm. my own religion and my mm-hmm. own world i will make god yeah unconspicuous man mm-hmm. in the woods yeah and i am him because mm-hmm. this is my world yeah and that's why he can't take the ring to mordor because he'd forget mm-hmm. and it's like yes i know i because, thought it was awesome um 
the Lord of the Rings is never supposed to be written. He didn't, it wasn't. Mm-mm. It wasn't. Well, wasn't The Hobbit not supposed to be published? And it then, because I, I thought I read somewhere where like, was it C.S. Lewis just like stole the manuscript and published it for him? It was like, <laughs> surprise. I don't know about that, but sort I of. know that it was planned to, he was, mm-hmm. he, planned, he wrote it to be read. Like it was. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lord of the Rings was never even a conceptual idea. Mm-hmm. It was something that he created on a whim mm-hmm. because his publishing agent was like, Hey, we want more. Which is like, oh. I love the, that phrase that you just used. J.R.R. Tolkien created one of the great, like not one of the greatest. Yeah high fantasy series which is the blueprint for everything everything. now on a whim Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i love that because it's true yeah because his Uh, agent was like hey this was really good and you're really famous now so can you do more i will say um it does have someone could read it has a 4.39 um yeah uh out of 2,760,929 ratings and 37,463 reviews. Um, I will say because it is, um, I know a lot of people are scared of it because it is such, like, it seems so daunting and there's so much world built and all this stuff. And so it's like, oh, it's high fantasy. Um, if you are scared of that, I do, and you like audiobooks, I highly recommend listening to it because the guy who does the audiobooks for them, um, the audiobooks, these ones came out in 1999. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is phenomenal. Every yeah. single voice that he does is great. The singing that he does is fantastic there's a lot more singing there's a lot more singing than you guys even right know so about. It, it's one of those things where like as i'm i was reading it i was just like you know all of these high fantasy dude bros um <laughs> which we'll talk more about yeah in another season uh in this year um gets so wrapped up in the like I don't know how to describe what I'm thinking, but I think you understand where I'm going with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I am. We're like, they get so wrapped up in, oh, it's not sophisticated enough. Oh, it da 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 I'm like, the, the gravitas. The, right, the gravitas. It's not heavy enough. It's not deep enough. All this stuff. And I'm like, all they fucking did in this book was sing. Like, right? the majority of this fucking book was singing. For all of the books. Yeah. Was singing. This it is all singing. Like, are you kidding me? He right, was, exactly. Like, like and it is all singing and, and like I, so continue, continue no and then like one of the other things where it's like oh your magic system has to have all of these rules and you can't da, 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 da. you can't blah, blah, have all of these characters who are just all powerful and like you were saying there is literally a character who is without being said is god like that is all powerful obviously he's not the one that can go but he has adhd <laughs> right it's, right right so like it's there are no explanations for anything that happens. No. No. There are so many plot holes. And yes. yet all of these fantasy bros yes. use this as their like manifesto. Exactly. And, and I'm like, like, I'm reading no. it and I'm like, do you not realize that nothing is explained? Also literally and I'm in I'm in the middle of the second one right now, but like nothing is explained. Legless is a big it's old just- question mark. I know, right? We know nothing about the Big old question mark. And big, big question mark. But like, I'm literally listening to these books. And I'm like, he doesn't explain direction. He no. just, <laughs> there is it happens. It's there, just there. It's just there. And the whole thing is like, because I said so. I'm yeah. the author. It's yeah. there because I said so. Why does this happen? Because I said so. Why I'll... is this allowed to occur, magically speaking? Because I fucking said so. Literally, I would say Crescent City is more similar to Lord of the Rings yes! than some of the most recent fantasies written by men. Honestly, because, yes. Because if you can get through mm-hmm. the first 100 to 200 pages of Crescent City world yeah. building, you can get through Lord of the Rings. Right, exactly. You can. That's why I'm saying, like, listening to it was really, because I also listened to Crescent City. Uh, because it was easier to listen to it than it was to read it. Um, I highly recommend you listen to Lord of the Rings. I know you don't like audiobooks, but they are 
It is so good. It is so good. I know. But he, he, the, the guy is just absolutely incredible. But like these dude bros (laughs) scared the shit. Oh my God. <laughs> we'll be seeing this later. You, Can you saw- Sage. I don't know. <laughs> can you still hear me? Because a message popped up about my. Uh, yeah, I can hear you. About my microphone. And I don't know if it's using the same microphone anymore or what. Because that just scared oh, me. Oh my God. So it was like watching a soot sprite <laughs> fall from the sky. <laughs> I forgot she was up there. I knew that was going to happen. Oh my God. We're going to have to put that one on the Instagram just so the people listening can go back and be like, what the, the chaos. fuck is happening? Oh, right there. Got it. The chaos. As always, um, cut warnings, guys. Um, right. Anyway. Um, okay. So I guess that was the cue to allow you to talk about your December book. Otherwise, we would have a whole series happening about Lord of the, Lord of the Rings right now. Because... Um, well, this is actually really perfect because... Excellent. You know what? I'm gonna, This is a good teaser. This is a good teaser here. Oh. So I read five books in December. Okay. Um, And my number one book for December is The Curse of Saints by Kate Dramas. Dramas. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure how to say her last name. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it doesn't really matter because she'll be on the podcast this spring and she can tell us herself. So yes. a little, like, <laughs> plug... So you we we are having her on the podcast later this year, so you're gonna have to come back for that. Yes. Read the book in between now and then, so you can listen to all the good gossip that we talk about. So, The Curse of Saints, uh, it's book one. Book two is coming out this year, I do believe. Um, it has a three point seven two rating on Goodreads. I definitely would give it over a four, like at least a four two, bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Like honestly. <clears throat> I was always, I always felt in the dark as a reader. Mm-hmm. Every, she would just like crumb, crumb, crumb the whole way through. And I would just be like, okay, well, well what's going to happen? Like, I never could predict the next move the entire time, which was always very enjoyable for me because I like to not be able to predict things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I literally saw her on my For You page, saw a quote from it instantly was like say less went out i literally i didn't even get on my kindle i got into my car drove to barnes noble and bought the book yep because there was there was no i I don't know what my brain was just like oh online doesn't exist (laughs) i need the physical book like i went straight from kindle unlimited to hardback (laughs) i feel that i feel that based off of a quote i was just like yep Yep. So here is the synopsis. Or the you know what I mean. Um, has she been sent to save the realm or destroy it? As spy master to the queen, I don't know how to say her name, Aya's blood oath ensures she protects those she fights alongside, including Will, the Queen's enforcer and Aya's bitter rival. When rumors of dark magic rise in a nearby kingdom, <laughs> Sage, both are sent to investigate. But when Aya's power acts beyond her God-given affinity, she risks being turned into a weapon in a war she doesn't know how to win. And when her relationship with Will unexpectedly shifts, neither knows the danger that will follow. I... Oh. (laughs) I'm so excited for book two. I cannot (laughs) wait for book two. I already have some ideas. Like... The battles, the blood. <laughs> it's giving Megan. It is giving. The magic reminds me of the magic in Six of Crows. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Okay. 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 Like specifically, the two main characters mm-hmm. remind me a lot of like Inej and um, what's his name? Not as yes. no. Uh, oh, uh, Jesper. Yes, it reminds like definitely like more of the like mm-hmm. not not I mean kind of Kaz. She reminds me of Kaz more than anything. If Kaz and Inej had a baby, that's the main character. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Like, oh so it's fantasy, romance, romantic romantic fantasy. It is adult. Everybody okay. in the twenties. Mm-hmm. Um 
mid twenties, something like that. And it's really interesting because one of the things that she teases is you find out why the general, the queen's enforcer, the spy mm-hmm. master, the queen are all so young. There's a reason because you would think they would need to be older because experience, mm-hmm. but there apparently mm-hmm. is a reason behind it. Oh, Ooh. and like, okay. uh, the the thing that really got me was it was the quote on TikTok, and it was like when you're on the battlefield and you feel the magic snap mm-hmm. and all you hear is your loved one crying out your name and I was like oh it was like that, it was very much like that epic like on the battlefield mm. fighting for their lives you know blood curling scream <laughs> and it's like oh okay you know, yep mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. burn the world for each other kind uh-huh. of vibes uh-huh. <laughs> all right so, yeah that was my number one day for <laughs> December excellent um, yeah come back for the author interview this spring with Kate yes because the curse of the saints definitely to read it i don't know when book three book two comes out i i just know it comes out this year um but that rounds out our top 12 reads yeah 2023 so now into top our top three our little mini uh, yeah. section our top um, three i'm gonna lie i have four <laughs> Okay, great, because I want to have <laughs> excellent. <laughs> um, uh, and start- no particular order because we've decided we're not numbering them. Yes. Do we want to tell everybody how many books we read this year? Oh yes, how many books did you read, Natalie? One hundred and one. Oh, you made your one hundred. <laughs> and I will probably never do that again. <laughs> excellent. That it. was not excellent. Planned. Well, I. What was your goal for the year? Your reading goal. My Did you goal have one? Loosely is always 52. Okay. Yeah. I like the idea of being able to mm. read a book a week. Yes. Um, I, of course, wanted to beat my reading goal from last year, which mm-hmm. was 60 something. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if I can beat that, that's cool. Yeah. But like bare minimum, I I think. A book a week. As a reader, mm-hmm. a book a week. I, if if yeah. you're a non-reader, I think you should read six to 12 books a, a year. Yeah. Yeah, a book a month. A book a book. month. Yeah. Or even a book every other month. Because I mm-hmm. understand some people just don't find it's hard for them to find books. Yeah. But, but as have, people who as are readers, readers who have a podcast, who have a podcast about reading, reading. <laughs> 101. Excellent. Uh, my goal was also 52, which I think, again, what we were saying every year, it's just going to be set goal is 52, yeah. a book a week. Um, but I actually, I've never reached that goal before. It's always been a goal. I've never reached that goal before. And yeah. I read 55. <gasps> I know. That is more than I've ever read. I think last year I read 33. Yeah, you did. So that yeah. is so much more. So I'm very happy I'm with that. I'm so excited for you. Yes. Um, very, very nice. It is definitely a benchmark for yourself. I know. Okay, so. sorry. I'm going to go back real quick. Yes. Um, the second book in the Curse of Saints series comes out in June. I was just looking it up. Oh, nice. Nice. I just I wanted to like let everybody know when that yes. was because I didn't think it was anytime this spring, but I knew it was mm. sooner than like the fall. Right. So June is when the second book comes out. Excellent. But, Excellent. Yes. We both uh surpassed and did amazing this year yes. in our reading. I yes. don't think I, I don't know if I'll ever achieve this again. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I it was a lot. Was, there was a lot was happening. A lot. There's a lot, there's a lot, lot of smut going on. <laughs> yeah. I, I have new reading goals for myself for the year. But, yeah, same. Um, let's get into our top three Four. with an honorable mention. <laughs> All right. In no particular order, of course. I'll say one, you say one. How about that? Okay, sounds good. Iron Flame. Fourth Wing. <laughs> Fourth Wing. <laughs> Empire Storms. Empire Storms. <laughs> Deadlands. <laughs> oh, oh my god, that's you lucky bitch. I know. <laughs> my last one would be Kingdom of Ash. Very nice, very nice. And then, of course, because we said four, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Classics. 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 Yeah. Oh, what yeah. a wild ride 2023 <laughs> was, guys. And here we are in 2024 about to unleash 
the unhinged and chaos. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Our next yeah. season coming up starting uh, February. Second, I think it is. Yeah, I think the so. First Tuesday of February. Obviously a Tuesdays. Um, yes. You guys, a brand new. We, yeah, we are going to take a break. So we've got these three episodes. So we're not going to have a new episode next week, uh, which is the 30th. Because. Yeah. The 30th. The 30th is a big deal. Is a big deal. Uh, if you don't understand, so, it's Crystal City 3. Yeah. House of Play Machado. But starting February 2nd, you can join us yeah. for a bi-weekly, meaning every other mm-hmm. week, we will be having a book club. So yeah. you can read with us and talk with us and yes. do all that fun stuff. And so- we're going to have the book club also. We started our Discord yeah. in November. Got it going. Now, one of the goals, at least for me, with the podcast for this year is to really get that up and running and yeah. going. Uh, so I've got a section for us for book club, uh, after episode, you know, talks and things like that. All spoilers, of course, all spoilers, all spoilers. So we will, Um, all of our information will be up on our Instagram. So please, if you don't already follow us there, go to, we know how to read pod on Instagram, Mm -hmm. find us there, all the details, where to find us on discord for the book club where to find all of our schedules for like what chapters we're discussing mm-hmm. each week. So we are very anti-spoiler except for what's in those sections. Yes. Et cetera, et cetera. So yes. we join. So you can follow up. along as we go. We are going to give you enough time to catch up. It's like she said, every other week, because in between on those <gasps> Tuesdays, we will be doing our author series. Yes. So we'll have spring authors. They know how to write in between our mm-hmm. uh, Crescent City 3 episodes. So you can come back in between yeah. each week and enjoy a little author interview and catch up on your reading because we're gonna, mm-hmm. it's going to be massive chunks, guys, because like this, yeah. this book is beefy. Um, <laughs> but the chaos will ensue. The theories will <laughs> go chaotic. Speaking of theories, come back right before... Crescent City 3 comes out. We will be releasing our theories episode. Yes. We are, are all of our predictions, our bingo mm-hmm. boards, et cetera, et cetera. And some recaps. So we all have uh, Silver Flames and Crescent City 2 fresh in our minds. So mm-hmm. definitely follow us on Instagram. <laughs> all of the updates, all the dates, mm-hmm. things are dropping and releasing because 2024 is going to be an epic, chaotic it is. year. <laughs> It, it really, really, it really is. is, guys. So here we are. <laughs> Cheers to 2024. Woo! Woo! <laughs> we will see you next week for book club. Yeah. Let's see you next time. Bye. Bye. Okay. Can you calm down, please? <laughs>